Hello, everybody, and welcome to Frank and Stan Chat uh, Spotlight. Uh, this is a, a series of chats we have where we invite a colleague to come and chat about a single issue. And I'm delighted to say that uh, Dr. Rebecca Lawton is with us again. Hello, Rebecca. Morning. Hello. And uh, the reason why you're here is that when we had a very interesting, I think, sort of well-received chat uh, a few months ago. And uh, during the chat, you discussed some of the approaches that you adopted um, to try and attract new staff, try and be more flexible about the way you work with your existing staff and the sort of impact all this is having uh, on your on your schools. So we've asked you to come back because it's an area that uh, I think many others would be interested in hearing. So uh, I'll just say hello, Stan. I'm glad to see you're feeling a little bit better. Yeah, I'm the road to recovery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Rebecca, would you mind just doing a little intro for those who didn't watch the first uh, video and then we'll get into the chat? Sure. Um, my name is Rebecca Lawton. I am Director of Education for a group of, um, it's a large group of independent special schools. So we have um, two big brands, Acorn Education, who primarily look after children with um, mental health, SEMH issues. And we have um, Options Autism, which is primarily focused on children with autism. Um so, of course, we have a lot of uh, staff who are working with some of our trickiest, hardest to work with children day in, day out. And quite a number of our settings are residential. So the children live with us as well. So we have care on site. We have some huge sites where we have multiple homes and then the school in the middle. So it's kind of a complex structure. Right. Um, and we had a big look at, at international ways of um, best practice for teacher workload, for well-being, for mental health. And um, 18 months ago, in fact, nearly two years ago now, we launched um, the four day week project. So we started off with um, the central services team. So if you think about a large mat, it's it's a very similar structure. So, um, you know, your HR, legal, finance, those kind of people initially and two or three schools who are going to try it, pilot it, see if it could work. So we had um, three schools, gave it a go. We, we learned from the research, we learned from the evidence base. And the, the trick is, so four day week, basic principle is you're paid for your normal five days, but you work four. So whatever is 100% of your, your normal week, you do 80, but you're paid for 100. So if you're a care worker on shifts, still works. If you're a, a TA who just does nine till three, still works for you because it's 80% of whatever your normal week is. Um, really easy if you're in an office because you can work <laughs> what eighty percent is everything. Much harder when you're on a split shift, care shift, some schools, some care home, those kind of things. So there's a lot of maths happening. Um, but the research says the principles are it works best if it's a bulk. So if it's a, just a day, so if it's a Friday or a Monday or a Wednesday or whatever that day is, because you get to switch off completely from work, have mm -hmm. that break and come back into it, which when you're dealing with some of our children who are high energy, high need all day long, really benefits you you can get to have that break fill your cup back up and come back in again fresh and ready to go and it just gives you that little bit of extra bounce in your step that little bit of extra energy I, I, i've heard that problem with um uh sort of when when uh leaders get sort of uh, management time and it's like uh one hour on a wednesday or they get their ppa time and it's sort of it's eaten into by something leading into that session and leading out of that session so this idea of being able to sort of take it as a block actually does allow you to sort of manage your your week outside of work as well, doesn't it? It, it does. 
I've also met people, Frank, who, who have, have happily done the, the PPA, but then said, yeah, your PPA is nine to ten, but you must come into school to take your <laughs> PPA time rather than be flexible enough to say, well, you can come in ten. You've still got to do that work in your, yes. some point, but if you come in at ten, that probably makes it much easier for you. Yes. But they insist, no, no, must be in school time. It must be in school. Sorry, cut you off there, Rebecca. It's no, just, no, it's, it's, it's interesting. We get the same kind of things coming up quite regularly. And it's very much about things like having that trust in your staff. So what we've had to be is really tight on KPI. So this is what good looks like. This is what good looks like for your role in this set setting. And as long as you're hitting that four day week, all day long, the minute that starts to drop, you've got that time to come back in and pick it mm-hmm. up and catch up or, you know, whatever's happened. So if Ofsted ring... <laughs> <laughs> and your day is Tuesday. That's that's a week where you need to be in, and it's a five day week that week. And because people have got that extra space and that extra time for the rest of the year, they kind of don't mind when things like that happen. How do you make it work though financially? I mean, you're saying there's a lot of maths in this. That I suspect accounting for this, in making sure the pounds do match the bills. Uh, yeah, yeah absolutely. So the the big win is you have huge improvements in attendance, huge reductions in illness and sickness absence, whereas people would have had to have taken the day off to get a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment or an opt- or to take their child's People work that into their four-day week. Right. So you have much, much less supply cover. You have much less um, attendance issues. All of those kind of things are drastically impacted, which then gives you that flexibility and capacity to be doing your four-day week structure. This year... All seventy schools have gone for it, so we've wow. just. Wow! Oh, so you're now what? Three weeks into yeah. it. We're, we're in. We're rocking. People have all done <laughs> it in a really different way. It's been really interesting. There's no kind of set way of doing it. In my head, I think I imagined that people would do the Monday to Thursday academic. Friday, they go and do the horse riding, the swimming, the, the whatever mm. it is. Because we're special schools, we have a lot of those outreach kind of activities. In my head, I thought they'll just put them all on one day, and that's the day where the TAs will go out and take them to do those, and the teachers will have that day. It's a real mixed bag. People have, have had um, sometimes all outdoor stuff happens on a Tuesday or we'll do a vocational on a Thursday. People have kind of mixed it across mm. group. Some are doing the four plus one model. Um, we have some people who've asked for specific ways of doing it. So if you've ha- um, just had a, a young baby, for example, and you're, you want to finish a little bit early each day, some oh, people have done right. it that way across, or right. if they want to drop their children off at school and start at 10. So people have kind of negotiated what the four-day week looks like for them for them to get the well-being benefit which is trickier when you need them to come back in yes. <laughs> but actually if that's what means that you have better attendance you have better well-being and then you then then it works for us if it works for you you know so there's been lots of kind of interesting and unusual and creative ways of, of interpreting it across group um but it's it's really had a marked impact on workload and well-being because people are working smarter to make sure they get that day they're tighter on their targets and their KPI. So I need the children to have these by Thursday so I can have Friday off. So they get right right to it. And they're, they're much more focused because it's a shorter period and you can put that kind of increased um, spotlight on it to get to that point. Do you think Do you think calling it, I mean, I'm not, I think it sounds amazing, doesn't it? I mean, I'll, I'll get, because I know you know uh, uh, the, the non-special side as well because there may be some factors that enable you to do this in your particular settings so i want to see whether it would work in other places 
Um, but just before I do that, is it? Do you think it's wise to call it a sort of like a four day week? Because the way you've described it, it feels like a, a slowing down day rather than you know. Because there's still, you know, to me, I'm just thinking. It, there's a lot of criticism, isn't there? You, you'll, you'll, there'll be people out there saying, "Well, you're paying people for you know doing nothing," you know. Um, so it's just really trying how we how we message this for others, you know, because I'm sure if, if others were trying it, they might think, "Well, I don't know whether that will get it, through." It's been really interesting. Some people have just said flat, "No, no, I'm not doing it." Oh, really? And I think some people think that it's it's not compressed hours. You're not working nine till eight to try and right. fit it all in, in in the four days that's that's not what it is but we've done lots and lots of little kind of tactics we've learned from america it's much bigger in america than it is over here so we've learned from things like does a meeting have to be an hour could it be half an hour does it have to be half an hour could it be 20 minutes because right. if you get to the point in 20 minutes you can do three in an hour instead of two and actually right. now you've got a whole day free that you would have been in meetings just being polite whereas actually now <laughs> you can just this meeting is about agreeing the timetable. Let's agree the timetable. Do the reading in advance rather than reading the slides that everybody's already been given. All those kind of little tips and mm-hmm. tricks from the corporate world to kind of just make us a little bit more efficient. And it, it really does speed you up and it really does get you. You don't lose the relationships, which people thought might have been the case. You know, those kind of, you know, around, around the coffee pot moments are still happening. But when we're in the work mode, we get to it because we all know actually we, don't, we haven't got an hour to spend chatting we right. need to just get to the point get and, yeah. and get on with it yeah um and when when you're as big as we are we could be talking about 40 schools in one and one meeting so we we do the pre-read we get the stuff ready right. and we, we're all on it um and it does keep you it keeps you really sharp and it keeps you really kind of motivated to do the next thing and to get it and i i i'm really into that kind are, of thing. are you getting it are you, are you... I, I am <laughs> The benefit for me, I'll be honest, is I always have a Friday free um, in the corporate end. So so we try and do Monday, Thursday for meetings, Tuesday, Wednesday for school visits, so that schools always know that they can get hold of their people on a Monday and a Thursday because we're always going to be doing office stuff and we're always going to be out and about on those kind of middle days. Um, And I've always got Friday free for interviews. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if I do need to just put an hour back in, yeah. you know, I've guaranteed got some time slot where I can do something that's a unusual thing that happens or Ofsted want to ring me or I need to, to do something. So Friday's always my kind of my golden win. Right, right. Just something in that I wouldn't have been able to fit into my week otherwise. And it's rare you get that in education. Yeah. That I know I'll be able to do it on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. How did you present this to the parents? Um, we did. Um, they, there's a it, because four day week is a brand, so the terminology is, is kind of quite set because it's a it's a, a branded approach that's done across. It's international. It's not not something that we've come up with. Um, they have a series of um, leaflets and workshops, and we do like um, like a parent open evening kind of thing where we explain it. The children don't know because no. they're in st- they're still in school for five days. It's not four days for the children. They're still getting. No, I, that's what I was coming to because I saw some press releases when some schools were were trying that. And it was it was the press saying, "Well, your school will be closed one day a week. What do you think about that? You've got to have your children for another day a week. That's going to put you all out of work." Yeah. And absolute nonsense. But... No, the, the children get their full week, and it's not a compressed week either. So they're not long days to keep the children longer. They do their, their normal timetable. We had an inspection in one of our schools that was um, the pilot, one of the initial. Oh, right. Oster didn't notice. They didn't notice that we operated a four-day week model at all. Yeah. 
it, it just wasn't because it's just automatic. If you think about it, the, the weekend is kind of a it's an it's a cultural phenomenon anyway. Mm. You know, we we've invented it and we've just culturally accepted it. If you go to other countries, you know, sometimes it's Friday that's the weekend and, and people work Sunday. So there's all sorts of yes. cultural mm. things that kind of say, is is it a three day weekend or a two day weekend? It's that's kind of your choice, really. Yeah. So and that's, that's all we've done. So I mean, there are particular um opportunities that present themselves because of your settings uh you know i mean you, you've got a lot of experience working outside of this independent sector i mean have you thought about how you know if you were to find yourself back in, uh, in that area you know is this something you think you could do or what do you think would be the issues for for schools looking at this i mean you i mean theoretically if you've got a member of staff who is um doing two sessions of PPA, two sessions of management time, that's a Friday, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. So if you just put all of those on one day, you could do four-day week for your middle managers and up without massive amounts of, of change. It's about the teaching staff. Yes. You'd have to add, for FTE, you'd have to add bodies to, to make it work. And it's about whether, because you're much tighter on your staffing percentages in mainstream, whether you can make that work within the much tighter financial restrictions that you've got there. So, you know, we we have a, a lot of flexibility in the independent sector and we use them to their fullest to make sure that things work because it's so important for us. In independent special, the children are high need, high energy. And we need the staff to be on their game, to be able to be at their best for those children all the time and to be outstanding. They need that space. They need that decompression they need that reflection time to be able to do it i think you probably need less of that in mainstream although it's Mm. still tricky it's still tough it's still hard but i think it's it's much more critical and independent special to give people that space and that support to be able to give their best to those children so i think i think it would work brilliantly in some of those settings that have those kind of nurture pathways some of those kind of more high energy more high need and mm. streams and groups um whether it would make a massive difference to to attendance and well-being in primary school key stage two mm. i don't think there's a lot of research on that if no, I'm honest. no i think it's interesting in terms of um particularly some subjects in secondary where you've got major challenges to fill them. You know, I mean, the, the, the government's really failed, hasn't it, for a number of years in recruiting sufficient teachers in some of these subjects. Clearly, some schools are looking to sort of reduce the number of contact lessons they have, you know, as part of the way to attract staff in. Um, so mm. I'm wondering, has this had a an impact in terms of recruitment for staff at your place? Are you now sort of market leaders, shall we say, this is the place to go because, well, I suppose that's what you're hoping. Well, if you have the option of working five days a week or four days a week for the exact same salary, it's definitely something we've got that other people don't have. Yeah, yeah. I, I am having a really good time with recruitment at the minute. <laughs> we've got some fabulous people coming to us. We've got some, we've got some brilliant staff. And it's you have to really decide to work with autistic children all day. You have to really decide to work with an SEMH school. It's not a, oh, I'll do it for a bit. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a mm. calling, it's a passion. It has to be something that you are absolutely wedded to, to do it well. So we are quite, um, 
we're, we're quite tight on our recruitment that we want the right people and the right people need that time to decompress the right people need that support and that therapeutic approach but a big part of what we do is this um therapeutic approach and this nurturing approach and and it's it's about having a full cup to give to the children mm. so teacher well-being is absolutely at the core of who we are and what we do and it's fundamental to who we are as, as a business and one of the big things that people say when when we're in the recruitment process and we talk to people i've just had some people start in september and they were like we weren't sure whether you were kind of making it up and it was just a pitch and, <laughs> and now we're in it and we see what it is and we see that the you know we, we look after the, the staff as much as we look after the children because that's the only way to do it really and and, and to be good in, in our sector and we did we thought you were kind of kidding we thought it wasn't really a thing and then they come to us and they're like oh no no it is a thing and you know you have this time you can go and you can reflect and and some of them will, will um we have lovely posts on facebook and linkedin and things of people going I just went for a walk in the park with the dogs. Wow. Yeah. And now I can come back to school tomorrow with that story and that, that joy to bring back to the children. Do you, do you think it's something you can't now reverse? Officially, it's still only a pilot. So oh. we're the only companies doing it at this scale, I think. Um, there was, I think there was 50 who did it when we first started from, um, you know, chip shops and dentists. And it was, it was a little bit of everybody had a go. Um, and we were definitely the biggest um, education. It's it's much bigger in America. So there's there's definitely some countries who've gone down this route as a as a standard. Um, but I don't think anybody's kind of said this is it forever now. But I think some of ours would would be really sad if it went. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny. I I'm a board member of uh, a not for profit organisation called Innovate Her, which is about trying to get more women into the tech industry. But about a year ago, they they went to a four day week. So we've been down this road um, with Innovate Her. The the sense of uh, yeah, recruitment's been. I mean, it's it's tough in the digital world, but actually, you know, I think uh, the feedback is that, that these sorts of flexible approaches um, have made a massive difference, um, and people are coming to Innovate Her who perhaps weren't thinking of doing it you know and there are lots of other things as well though it's not just the four days it's that it's sort of leading into how how do we speak to people what are we expecting of people you know how are we truly valuing their efforts you know so it's it's led out it's bloomed out into something much bigger than just a a four-day week sort of approach it's definitely a kind of a cultural thing it's Mm. about if well-being is first then this is one of the things that we would do so that you have the level of well-being that we want for you and if that's a hard no for you as a company, is well-being the same priority as the other things that you've got on your mm. top ten yeah, list? Yeah. No, Rebecca, what what would you say were the the biggest barriers, the, the the things you had to get round that either you weren't expecting or that you were expecting, but but then proved to be difficult? Um, people's um, reluctance to do it was a surprise. Um, there was definitely a, a, a cultural gap between those people who were embracing it and going, let's go for it, let's do it everywhere, let's do it all the time. And people who were going, there's no way I'll fit in my work into four days. It'll be stressful for me. I want to do the fact. So we've had to you know, negotiate with people to some degree that I wasn't expecting. Um, timetabling becomes, mm. timetable is already tricky and it just becomes a beast of <laughs> so how are we going to do this? But what you have to keep in your mind is, so if, if my middle leaders have Wednesday off every week, that means that if something happens and the, these two, three people don't come in, I can just pull a middle leader in. I don't have to put supply in now. 
because I know that they're free on a Wednesday. And if their KPI is to make sure that vocational works or that mm. math runs, we can do that. So mm. that that was a, a an unexpected win, but it was also a, a bit of a hurdle for us because people were going, well, I haven't booked a nursery for Wednesdays now, so I can't ever do a Wednesday. And I'm, no, 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 that's not entirely what it is because if it, if it falls down and you need to come back, then that's yeah. within our gift to pull you back. And if the school god forbid should go down in a judgment or whatever then we all put in the extra because what you've done there is you've gained 20 percent capacity instantly of course yes if yes. you ever get into any trouble or there's there's a, a an incident or whatever you have a which again we weren't expecting and people were a bit reluctant to go well but i have to come in and i've already decided i was going swimming you know? but actually once you get past the fact that we've well, gained so many days of holiday a year really if you think about it yeah taking three of them back to get through an Ofsted and a and a build project actually isn't terrible. Well, well it's the top end, isn't it, of saying, yes, you can go to that funeral um, and uh, we respect the fact you can go and then when I need you for something else, you get the payback. Uh, but you're doing that now on a, on a huge basis and yeah. on, on an official basis, not a, a, you know, should I, can I let somebody go for a, a wedding or a funeral or not? You you've got that now baked into the system. Yes. So I would imagine there's a lot of positive um, support, people willing to go an extra mile because they, they're winning at the moment. There is. I'll tell you the other thing that's tripped us up, bank holidays. <laughs> <laughs> is, there's so many yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Because that's automatically a four-day week then. And people go, yeah, but my day's Wednesday, but you've yeah. had Monday. But you've had so yeah, yeah, yeah. some negotiation about what bank holidays mean. But people don't want Mondays. Um, so with PPA, that yeah, yeah, people are with, no, I've, I've lost my day. Well, no, you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> just... So, so Rebecca, if people wanted to know more about what you're doing, how, how would they get in touch with you? Um, LinkedIn is great. Um, there's a lot of stuff about what we're doing on Four Day Week that's that's uh, across LinkedIn at the minute. There's a Four Day Week um, website. Um, where you can have a look at the other companies who are doing it as well as, as us and, and there's um, some nice little vignettes and things on there. Um, or you can just email me. I am at um, Outcomes First Group and we'd love to talk to people who are doing similar things or who are having similar, um, you know, research and yes. exploring things like this because there's always more for us to learn and we are very much keen to make sure that we get the best for for our kids and our people. Brilliant. Well, I'll definitely invite you back for a, a weekly Frankistan chat towards the end of 2024, if you're still going, Stan. Um, but uh, thank you very much for joining us and uh, fascinating discussion. That was absolutely fascinating. That yeah. was a word I was thinking. That, that's yeah. that's a real interest to me because of the of the payback to staff mm. and, and that relationship, presumably based on trust and reward, that, that they will give you that extra for what they're getting i think that's my thing about workload is it's not necessarily about workload it's about going to work and the and the things that make it worthwhile going to work and for schools that have gone down the line of you know you will do this 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 and this and no autonomy and and no fun that's where i think workload then becomes an issue whereas mm. if you you've got the flexibility you've got school that trusts you to do your job in the time you're allowed to do it then it's not a workload issue it's a work issue what's so heartening as well and we will finish now this great innovation you know yeah. 
it's fantastic. Um, and uh, it's as if no one's, no, no government's told you to do it. You know, just got on with it. It's great. <laughs> more, more of this, more of this. So thank you anyway, Rebecca. And we'll see Thanks, you in 2024. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely to chat to you. No, thank you. Bye-bye. Yes, bye-bye. Thanks very much. Bye.